But you gotta hit the record button. So we didn't have the record button going then when we were no take a picture. <laughs> we gotta hit the record button. Check it out today. Mike and I on Just These Guys, we talk about how to be successful in 2024 with two great tips. Mm -hmm. First one is quit tomorrow. And number two, do it now. Boom. Oh yeah. What's up everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to Just These Guys, you know. We got Mike. Ooh, and we got Lance. We got Mike on the mic. We got a little New Year's. Woo! Oh. Man. <laughs> that, I can't believe how catchy that is. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's kind of like... Here uh, we go. We should be DJs instead I'm of podcasters. You. Yeah. <laughs> 105.2. What if we do the next sermon that way? That'd be fun. You, know, you, you have the band kind of play this. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in the back with a microphone. Yep. You know, y'all can put a spotlight on me, put a spotlight on you on the stage. Yep. I'll pull people in from the audience. Yep. Get, gran be get granny up the dance. DJ Jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Lance. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year. Yes. 2024. Going to be a big year. It is. For uh, a many, a many a reason. It's going to be a big year. I'm looking forward to it. Well, the <laughs> first <laughs> order of business for the new year is for, how many times do we want to say four? For today. However many you want. For you to take the forked whip. Oh, forked whip. And pour in your decaffeinated yes, indeed. coffee. What I have experienced over the last couple of weeks here mm, was getting used to Folgers instant now decaf. Good night. Oh yeah, I've gone instant. I've regressed. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but you know, it's crazy what you can get used to. It reminds you of being on the road with the band and uh -huh. the ho cheap hotels, the instant coffee. Mm -hmm. Some lady named Mabel making it. Hmm. It's good. What do you expect? It's not as sweet. I I didn't do the horchato macho <laughs> cheesemo. I just yeah. That's decaf coffee with your whipped topping. Now see, here's the deal. This is a good cup of coffee. This would but you not. You don't like it. it. Well, it would not have. <laughs> it would not have been a good cup of coffee had I not already gotten myself over the last two weeks used to a really crappy <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> Folgers, right, instant I'll, copy. I'll put like a, 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 a mud the bottom. You know how they do cheesecakes and they make the bottom layer. Mm. That oh yeah, pack, pack it that, in, pack yeah. in that crust. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to start packing the bottom of your coffee cups with brown sugar. (laughs) (laughs) About a half inch of sediment in there. Just a slow release Mm -hmm. of goodness. (laughs) The sweets. There'll be a half inch of brown sugar on the bottom. There'll be that two inch layer of foam on the top. And right in the middle, there'll be a thin layer of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be good. Geologists one day will be looking at this going, right. What has he been taking in? 2024. Just crazy. It honestly seems like it's just a few years ago. It was 1987. (laughs) Doesn't it? I have a memory in my head. This bothered me. Yeah. When I was six years old, laying there in bed. I even remember where I was Mm -hmm. laying there in bed. And I was trying to do the math. And it's probably because my brother played that disturbing song uh, from the 60s about in the year 2525. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nightmares. But I remember laying there in bed doing the math, trying to do the math, trying to calculate one, how old would I be in right. 2025? And two, would I live that long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could not fathom the number. I'm so, you know, I got my toes and my fingers and I'm counting 25. And, and uh, yeah, and here we are, 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. 2024. <laughs> now, what happened? We're supposed to be flying around in cars and, <laughs> you well, know, close. According to the Jeffersons. <laughs> or Jetsons. Jetsons. Moon on up. Yeah. yeah. To the <laughs> <Both> side. <laughs> Jeffersons and Jetsons. To a deluxe apartment <laughs> in the <Yeah>. sky. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you ever get over your, your love bug fascination? I did. <laughs> I dude, I had no clue apparently what you were talking about. No. Completely missed it. And well, it wasn't even just on. the one sentence. I mean, I said love yeah. boat, and then I talked about the love boat. Yeah. <laughs> and you were off on love bugs. I was uh, apparently taking a little trip somewhere at that point. Had no clue. <laughs> and your response, I thought, was, what? that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you said something about your... Your tangentialness? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Not only do I not understand what that word means, I have no idea why he even thought that that would be. <laughs> well, thoughts flow. Thoughts flow. <laughs> thoughts flow. And if, mm-hmm. if they're flowing with uh, reason and sense, that there's a connection between the thoughts, like A plus B plus C, these all things line up mm-hmm. reasonably well then uh, the person is said to have, you know, good associations between thoughts. <laughs> if those thoughts are not lining up real well, but you can kind of see how they got there, maybe they're, <laughs> they're called loose associations. And then if somebody just, you know, goes off the rails, it's called tangentialness because not only do they go off the rail, the thought is loosely associated but they keep going down that other road. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're just describing my life. <laughs> All the way to Amarillo. <laughs> yeah. Now, if, they're, if they manage to 
you know, have that loose association that takes them off the road and they start towards Amarillo, but about halfway there, they realize they're going down the wrong road and they, they circle it all back to Wichita, <laughs> then it's called circumstantial. And they're thinking to themselves, I should have hang a left in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny. There you go. But before we go to Bugs Bunny, <laughs> real quick, look really hard into the camera. Right, right there. Look really hard. Lean in. There you go. Thank you. Because <laughs> later I'm going to, you've got uh, fog. Yeah. Just at the top. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like you have these little white eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- y'all got the heat up in here <laughs> i shouldn't have worn Woo. long sleeves <laughs> well so what's happening in uh, the world of wisdom in the world of wisdom mm-hmm. what you got well it's 2024 many people make new year's resolutions many people look at this next year um, is going to be better than the last year. And uh, how do you do that? That's, you know, we, we make those commitments. We make those resolutions. Yay. You know, we're going to, but how do you follow through? How do you, how do you, how do you actually do it? Sure. I'm going to make cheesecake. Well, how do you make the cheesecake? I just scribbled down this morning, some thoughts about success in 2024 uh, when we make the New Year's resolution, 23% quit the first week. 23%? 23%. And it's probably more than that because, you know, we're surveying, we're researching people who will say they made a New Year's resolution. But how many people in their head mm-hmm. say, you know what, next year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop drinking. Sure. But they don't tell anybody that. And so, you know, this is a loose number. Yeah. Uh, but... The, it just illustrates that within the first week of resolving to do anything, whether it's New Year's or any other time of the year, within that first week, there's a significant drop-off in people who are able to continue on and follow through with their pledge or their commitment to that change. Hmm. Now, by the end of the first month, almost half have quit. Hmm. And, you know, how many people try to stop smoking? How many people try to stop drinking? How many people, you know, try to start working out, eating healthier, you know, making more time, go back to school? There's all these positive changes we declare we're going to make. I'm going to save money this year. And within the first week, you know, 25% of us are dropping out of that resolution. And by the first month, half have fallen off and are no longer pursuing that resolution anymore. So I came up with some quick tips for how to be successful in 2024. And I don't like goals. Goals are static. Goals are are fixed points. Uh, Goals usually uh, amount to a behavior. You know, I'm going to do 20 push-ups or I'm going to, you know, not drink for a week. It's a behavior that's outside of me. Okay, I'm going to go do those 20 push-ups. I'm going to work out until I can do 20 push-ups. Once I can do 20 push-ups, that's my goal. Yeah. But it's a behavior that's outside of me, so it, it can become uh, an albatross around our neck that we're, we have to do these things. We set that goal where, you know, the, the number uh, weight. You know, I want to 
I'm, I'm going to be 120 pounds or I'm going to be 180 pounds, whatever your goal is, if, if that's what you're operating on, then it's an external mechanism and it's an external, external measure of something. So I always talk about vision. Mm. What, you know, what kind of man do you want to be? Yeah. You know, what, what kind of mother do you want to be? Back to identity. Identity, exactly. You're going to tap back into that. So, you know, are you going to become a reader mm-hmm. as opposed to in 24, I'm going to read one book a month? That's, mm. that's an external behavior that you can do whether you like it or not. And once you, usually once you achieve that external goal and you read that one book a month, you quit. And it's, it's not part of you. It's something outside of you. So who says I have to do 20 push-ups? That was just something I said on New Year's Eve. Right. So it's not, you don't own it. And, and it usually becomes a wrestling match in your brain. So I say create a vision. I want to be a healthier person. I want to be in better shape. I, I want to become more of a musician. I want to become a songwriter. I want to become a hit songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be, I want to live a sober lifestyle. What is your vision for you, now, that's what you focus on. That's that's the backdrop behind. That's the the scene behind everything. That's the backdrop for what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So now you're standing here, and that is where you want to be. So how do you get from here to there? How do you make your vision come alive? Sure. So if you want to be a reader, what do readers do? becomes a pretty simple answer. Mm-hmm. They read. That's right. Hmm. So if I want to be a reader, be a good idea to pick up a book. Yep. <laughs> Lay it around the house. And just be a reader. Just be a reader. You know, read before I go to bed. When I'm Instead of turning on the TV when I get home, let me go out on the back porch, sit down and read. But if, if that's what I want, if I want to be a reader, then, then this becomes a natural step to do it. If I'm wanting to be in good physical health, well... Going to the gym or going for a walk or doing a light workout in the morning makes sense. Right. Because it's bringing you what you want. If you want to live a sober lifestyle, when people offer you a drink, you say, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to live a sober lifestyle. I'm trying to live a sober lifestyle. Yeah. No, thanks. And this is all... Uh, great advice that has come from many, many years ago. Proverbs. Hey! Without vision, the Whoa. people perish. See? It's All pretty knowledge. simple, pretty plain right there. It traces back. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Without vision, the people perish. Yes. What is the vision for your life? What is the vision for 2024? Do you want to see yourself in uh, the executive role at your company? Do you Mm -hmm. want to see the church thrive? Do you want to see, you know, the seats filled? Do you want to see the overflowing? Do you want to see people talking about, you know, we're going to have to have a third service. What do you, what's your vision? Do you want to, you know, now that you've done, done this, you know, say for example, somebody's, you know, working in a company and they develop the skill sets of, you know, running the machine. Okay. Now that you've mastered that, where do you want to go next? Do you want to go into sales? Do you want to move up into the supervisory management roles? Mm-hmm. Where, where do you want to go in 2024? Not specific goals of, you know, I want to make X amount of dollars, but I want to be 
financially stable. I want to have, you know, a solid savings at the end of the year. What, what do I want that spreadsheet to look like? Create a vision. Yeah. And I'm glad to know that I am quoting the Bible. <laughs> nice job. No plagiarism here. And then, you know, once you set that vision, then it's simply coming down to what can I do today to create my vision? There you go. And so if I have a vision of being in better shape and being healthier, mm-hmm. do I eat the, the pie or do I eat the fruit? Right. What would be better for me? What would draw me closer to my goal? Mm-hmm. You know, you said... And this is, you know, not a humble brag, but you had said that you wished you had put in more time and you thought how, how much further along you would be in your guitar playing if you invested as much time as I do. Mm-hmm. I want to be a guitar player, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Sure. So I, I just set the guitar by the, you know, by the seat where I'm at the TV or... You know, it's conveniently located, so if, you know, she's getting ready for us to go to dinner or something, I'll pick it up mm-hmm. and just sit there and finger it a little bit, five, ten minutes here, there, yep. and it's added up. I've, I haven't had any practice sessions where I sit down and pull out sheet music and, you know, shut out the world. Uh, just whenever I get five or ten minutes, I'll sit there and finger the guitar. Hmm. We'll watch a movie, and I'm off to the right. <laughs> Where she can't, you know, be bothered by my busy distraction, but I'll be sitting there fingering the guitar. Yep. And I'll just find little spaces to practice because I want to become a guitar player. It's good. Players play. Now. Stealing those little moments. The the challenge that we all face is that day of no motivation. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this a while back. You know, there was a guy at the gym when I used to go to the gym and work out. <laughs> you know, he would show up at, I would show up at 5.30. He's already there. Right, let me, let me back that up. I show up at six. He was already there. Mm-hmm. And, and he, you know, obviously worked out a big muscle, you know, bodybuilder type. Yep. And, you know, eventually we kind of struck up conversation and eventually, you know, spotted each other a little bit. So I felt you know, uh, like I knew him or he was an acquaintance. I could talk to him. So I walked in one day at 6 a.m. He was walking out. And I said to him, <laughs> so you're quitting early, huh? And he told me, no, work asked me to run to Tulsa the, today and check out uh, the, the pipeline. So I got my workout in early. I'll be on the road all day. <laughs> like, so you got up. <laughs> Two hours early to work out to sit in the car for eight nine hours. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's Some incredible. Commitment. And then another day he was in there, wasn't really talking very much, and I, you know, asked him about that. Hey, kind of quiet over there. And he turned to me and said, "I got the flu." Still there, but he's still there. Yep. <laughs> and so you know, in the military, I was thinking about this. Uh, like they never taught us to quit. Uh-huh. And, you know, if, if you're on a ship and the thing catches on fire, you can't leave and call 911. Yeah. If you're out in combat and somebody's shooting at you, you can't say, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you be successful? And 
you know, the, the, you know, don't quit. Right. But that's negative. Right. So I give you permission to quit. I give everybody permission to quit. Go to the gym, work out. Yeah. Do your practice that you, you know, kind of signed up for today. Eat the proper meal today. Tomorrow you can quit. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like going to the gym today, go ahead, go to the gym today because tomorrow you can quit. Yeah. You can always quit tomorrow. Yeah. Go in today. Tomorrow you can quit. That's got to be mentally healthy. To always realize, okay, I can quit tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to take care of today. I'm going to do this today. That's some great advice. I heard that from a pastor one time Mm. at a a conference. And he said, and it was just all pastors and it was like 300 of us. And he said, you know, gentlemen, he said, there's a whole lot of you who are sitting there right now. And all you're thinking about is that you want to quit. That the pressure is too much. That you just don't feel qualified. That you don't know how in the world you're going to continue on. And you just want to quit. But you feel so guilty, guilty, that you don't want to quit because God called you to this. So I'm giving you permission to know you can quit tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> exactly what he said. He, you can quit tomorrow. He said, "Listen, I quit all the time, but I always quit tomorrow." And so, if you just focus on today, everything it'll work itself out. So many of the things that we're concerned and worried and all this. It, it's not even, it's going to handle itself if you just handle today. And so, yeah, that's great advice. Well, on your road to healthy thinking, on your road to cleaning up the cognitive distortions and thinking more positively, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that the, the battle is in the mind. Absolutely. Because when, when somebody says, you know, uh, I want to quit, then the next thought is, well, I can't quit. Right, because all these people depend on me, and yeah. God called me to this. But I, I want to quit. This is just killing me. But you can't quit, and you need a paycheck, and and this battle sets up to where that's all you can think about, and you're just miserable all day long because of this argument between the ears. Sure, and there are cognitive distortions buried inside of that. We could reframe all day long and work on that, but until then. Recognize I can quit anytime I want. Yeah. There's no law. Sure. So let me wrap everything up today. And tomorrow <laughs> I'll quit. Yeah. <laughs> when I get up tomorrow morning, then I'll quit. Yeah. Let me let me knock it out of the park today. Let me finish up what I'm doing today. And tomorrow I'll quit. It's definitely a great or a much better way to approach the pressure that we put on ourselves. And there's nobody else putting pressure on, as far as ministry goes, especially there's nobody else, as far as goals, nobody else is, as far as New Year's resolution, nobody else is putting pressure on us. We put the pressure on ourselves. Right. And then we are just simply battling ourselves. <laughs> How and, crazy is that? And just to clarify for people who aren't tracking that, that, he just said I could quit. You can finish up today, quit tomorrow. Now, each time you say that, it's today. Yep. You get it? You know, tomorrow, today. So when I wake up tomorrow, it'll be today. Yep. And it's a pressure release valve. Sure. 
It just I, releases you from I, feeling I the have pressure. permission to quit. Yep. yep. But this will be the last day. I'll go in. I'll finish it up. Write my resignation letter. Tomorrow I'll quit. <sighs> now the pressure comes off. And when you wake up tomorrow. Huge. Y- you will be in a different mindset. You will have a different attitude. And tomorrow when you wake up, is this the day that I quit? <laughs> yeah. You know, let me finish up today and then I'll quit tomorrow. And, and that pressure relief and that changing the dynamic and the conversation in your mind frees you. Yep. For so many people in uh, sobriety, sure, that's a huge thing right there. They say, I, I can drink tomorrow or I, you know, do whatever tomorrow, but not today. Not today. Not today. One day at a time. Yep. So that's, that's, that's huge too, because when you consider how much time we spend in tomorrow oh. or how much time we spend in yesterday and we completely lose the gift of today. Mm-hmm. And so living in today, it's, I want to be someone who lives in today. And so just let's just focus on today. That thought actually hit me earlier this morning. I, I want to live in the moment. That's, I want to be a person who lives in the moment and enjoys. Because the thought hit me, you know, every day matters. I'm finding people who are, you know, being diagnosed with this and, and thinking about people who, you know, we've lost. And I, I'm just reflecting sure. a lot. And so the, the, the thought really, really hit me. Each day is so valuable. And so, yeah, that's really good. The, the things that people do that get us out of this day and, and so I'm going to identify the negative behaviors rather than, you know, cause, you know, don't do this, don't do this. Mm-hmm. But how often do you, in your day, do you spend gossiping? How often during, during the day do you spend thinking about what other people think, mm-hmm. what other people said? Sure. What other people might be thinking. Yeah. How often, how much time during the day do you spend thinking about, you know, the end of the week, the end of the year, um, 20 years from now, you know, retirement? You know, how, how much time are you th- spending mentally anywhere other than yourself and the next eight hours? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like if you go on vacation, my pet peeve is to be on vacation and to have somebody talk about the next vacation. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slaps. <laughs> yeah. Don't you better not be saying something like that too close to me. <laughs> We're here yep. <laughs> and, and the flight doesn't leave until tomorrow so let's enjoy today yeah yeah we'll be prepared to leave tomorrow but let's enjoy today let's look at the beach today let's enjoy the food today and that makes sense to people when they're on vacation and you'll hear them say well i'm not going to worry about that because i'm on vacation you know that i'll deal with that when i get back we'll take that same mechanism and apply it to everything else mm-hmm you know, you've you've doled out a whole lot of valuable advice over the last year. So can we talk about last year? Sure. But the best advice I think that you have given 
as far as advice that I feel like I have grabbed a hold of and tried to apply, there's three very simple words. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. So all of this, do it now. Mm-hmm. It's today. Yeah. Today is today. today. You know, the trap that I have always fallen into, and I'm trying, you know, my best to make a change there, is that my goals are always connected with what I want for other people. Sure. And it finally, like a blow to bricks, just kind of hit me. And I felt like God was saying, start with you. Start with you. Yes. And start with me. Yes. And so... My my uh, vision is to become someone very close to God. And so now I'm going to do the things that are going to help me to become close to God. There's a quote, and I was and some of this came from a conversation I was having with a cousin at a reunion, family reunion we have every year right around Christmas. And uh, he's a business owner, and he said I was uh, having a meeting with, all of the employees. It's a pretty good sized company. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I want all of you to know that uh, when you don't see me in the office or when you don't see me, uh, you know, in the building in the morning, I want, I just want you to know that I am spending time in prayer for all of you. Wow. And so his closeness to God he, he commits, and he, then he quoted Martin Luther, and he said, uh, there's a quote from Martin Luther that says, I have so much to do today that I feel I must spend the first three hours in prayer. <laughs> and so, like, wow, okay, that, that's really convicting. And so start with you. Start with me. That's what I felt like God was saying. Start with me. Let's just get close. You and me. There's so much truth to to the fact that you can't lead anybody anywhere that you can't lead people beyond where you've been yourself. And so I'm just, uh, that's my goal. That's my, that's my vision for 2024 is to get so much closer to God myself. Illustrate the absurd with the absurd. And so, you know, a pastor says, you know, I'm responsible for my flock. You know, I have to take care of these people. So the implication there is you can take care of them. Mm-hmm. You can control them. You can protect them from themselves when they're not around you. So if you can manage uh, a church, you know, your size with, what, two, 3,000 members, you can handle caring for two or 3,000 people then you have the ability to handle the city, <laughs> yeah. four or 500,000, and, mm. and the greater county, one million people. You have the power to care for a million people. Well, if you can care for a million people, then certainly you can handle everybody in the state and take care of all of their problems and keep their life going well. And if you can handle everybody in the state, well, who's to stop you from taking care of the United States and handling all the issues and problems coming at Americans? Heck! We just are going to appoint you supreme ruler of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) And you 
can take care of everybody. I know somebody who can, but it ain't me. (laughs) (laughs) One. Right. Yeah. We start laughing when we get out, you know, Kansas, America, the world. Ha, 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 ha. But it's the same kind. You can't take care of anybody else. Yeah. You, you can be the best you you can be. You can lead by role model. You can pray for them because he can take care of them. You can, there's a lot you can do that will have great influence and great impact on people. But this concept of we need to take care of these people and we lose sleep over what they're thinking and we struggle with what they're doing and we're out there trying to do things to get them to stop hurting themselves, that it's impossible. Mm. And it destroys us. Yeah. I was just this morning having the battle in, in my mind of how I can inspire uh, our, our folks in the church to, to be more committed. Well, that's up to the Holy Spirit. Sure. I can maybe have some influence, but I'm not the one ultimately who's going to be able to get them <clears throat> to commit to God at a higher level. That's it's we have been given this little thing called free will. Therefore, God never forces himself on us. That's the thing that that always uh, kind of gets my attention with people who say that they don't uh, believe in God, but then they're mad at God because he didn't right. stop this or stop <laughs> that. or <laughs> And so or why does God allow this this thing to happen and that? And well, uh, the reality is, is that. We have this thing called free will, and we're the ones who are creating all that mess. But he's the one that can help get us out of it. So my my vision is to get closer. And as I get closer, then the things that I can control will elevate, and the things that I can't control will be put off to tomorrow. (laughs) We're just going to tackle today. Boom, do it today. Yeah. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Do you, you, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but as we wrap up here, do you have something you want to challenge uh, folks with in 2024? I know you can't make them, yeah. but do you want to throw out a challenge for them? Well, I just think that the most important, so talked last Sunday about, um, I pray that your conversations are so much greater and um, full of purpose than ever before. Well, the number one conversation that I believe will create that is our communing with God, sure. our conversation with God. So for everybody, I would say, let's just spend, a, commit a little more time. You know, it's like you say, don't go out and feel like you're going to run a marathon. Just Take a walk down to the end of the block. Sure. Start with a little bit here and a little bit there, and then just increase that a little bit as Start. time goes by. Today, Start. take care of today. Do it now. Do it now. Spend some time in Scripture. Spend some time just being quiet. Communicating with God is every bit as much listening mm. as it is speaking. And so it's just spend some time being still, listening, and let's see what happens. I love <laughs> you know. Pray. Well, I don't know what to pray for. (laughs) Conversations are two-way streets. Yeah, that's right. Lord, help me. And then sit back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've I've fallen. Listen. 
I have spent way too much time myself feeling like prayer was a, a monologue there, with me going. There was a, there's a, in the Bible, uh, the transfiguration. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Yep. That is the funniest, most applicable scripture to my life because um, for those not familiar with the Bible or about as familiar as it with, as I am, Jesus tells his followers, I tell you, you know, uh, you will see uh, me come into my glory. And he, he sets a time frame even. Mm-hmm. It's like before the end of the week or, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you will see me come into my glory. And then six or seven days later, he takes who? Peter and somebody up yep. onto the mountain. Yep. And there... God appears, Moses, uh, Abraham. And Elijah. And Elijah. Is it? Mm-hmm. And they're all there. And the, you see Jesus get transfigured, you know, woo, start going white. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's happening right before their eyes. And what does Peter say? It's good that we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I can build a lean-to or a tent over here for your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then God comes down out of the clouds, and I could just, like a frustrated parent. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Zip it. This is my son who I... Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what do you want me to do? Listen. 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 Listen, it's yep. happening all around you, all the time, all around you, all the time. It is happening. The, the signs and wonders are there if you will listen. Yeah. You know, look, listen, be still and know. Yeah. I can really relate to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Who is kind of like the, the character on um, In Living Color, where... He's a little kid, and he says, look what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, God, look what I can do. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Look what I can do. Yep. Listen. Listen. Yeah. (laughs) Or as Ryan would say, focus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dad, focus. Oh, Ryan. Well, there's us an excellent stopping point. Mm-hmm. We uh, happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year, everybody! Uh, thank you for continuing on this little journey with us. As it's- we wrap up today's show, this week's show, I am Lance, and I am Mike. Mike on the mic. Oh yeah, we're just these guys, you know. Catch us every week. Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and YouTube, we drop videos there as well. We'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome week.